0: Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy, Shice Bubs, Mr. Key. I'm back. Heavy smoke. We in the building. We live at the motherfucking Smokers Club. You already know what it is. My co-host, Lisa, is out today, but she'll be back tomorrow. You already know what it is. But today, you know, I got the big dogs with me, and it's a different type of big dog. You know what I'm saying? New York City, I have Happy Monkey, the owners, Vladimir, Ramon, What's poppin'? Oh, man.
1: Just happy to be here, man. This you is know, big. To be here with my day one brother from 25 years to see that we still here, man. And, you know, we still putting on for the culture and right. the people is a blessing, man. And, like, you know, just honored to be here and, you know, to be still, you know, sharing vibes with the good people. Like the good me. one. He smoking with me today, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He smoking, he smoking it up, we smoking it up, man. Can't come to smokers' club and not smoke.
2: That's be last. Absolutely. For me. Let me see that you light, Oh Uh-oh, oh Absolutely, man. So I heard you said twenty five years, but let's be clear. Like we know, Shice, Before we were brands, before brands wasn't even out here. Like this is like real block shit,
0: like like block shit. Yeah, this is like that's what I was just saying right before we cut the camera on. Like, imagine if we was doing like this shit back in the days on a block. Mm-mm. Oh man, shit would be so crazy.
2: It would be crazy, right? Because the because the subjects would be retarded. We probably just snapping be crazy. on
0: motherfuckers. We yeah. wouldn't even talk about nothing positive.
1: <laughs> nothing positive. Yes. It's crazy God, how everything now is recorded, right? And like those memories from those days, from them Broadway days. Like we gotta, we gotta have it in our minds. because yeah, we don't no got pictures. the videos and the pictures. Like, mm-hmm. what I mean, like that shit lives with us. Like we're the last elders of the village that have those
0: stories. So backstory is. Not only are you guys my guests, you know they're my guests. Happy Monkey, Premiere, After Hours, uh Social Consumption Lounge. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, fucking Forbes magazine write-ups. You know what I'm saying? Van Gogh exhibits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like these are my guys. This is this is my bro. Tank tops and you know word. Air Force Ones. Like I, I feel like I'm home. In duffel bags of money. That's Air what?
1: Force One. Don't forget that part though. Duffel bags of money. Duffel bags of money. A lot of them. Big and, and, ones. And, and and
0: duffel bags of weed too, for sure.
1: When, when when it was like you know like six seven k a p,
0: not like yeah. Before we like had duffel bag boys. Yeah, like, yeah like, Before that where? record came out, we was the duffel bag boys. Mm-hmm. We loved that mm-hmm. love that record. You love that record? Sure. We the duffel We're bag boys. Yeah, we was talking about us. The lifestyle duffel bag boys. You know what I'm saying? But um. All right, so let's go back before because you got the suit on today. You know what I'm saying? Be, let, I want them to know about the the dirty you though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you was in the bit. trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he was on Broadway with all the drug dealers. When it was three three millionaires on every block from side to side. You Word. know what I'm saying? Word. Cocaine ran the streets. Yes. You know, and amidst cocaine being the biggest payday, especially mm-hmm. on Broadway. Mm-hmm. 133rd one, one to motherfucking all the way up town. hmm You know what I'm saying? Like... There were decisions made. Absolutely. And one of the decisions around, I would say 2000, turn of, you know, turn of the century type shit, and we started signing up for weed.
1: A thousand percent. And let's be honest, let's be real here, and I know you know this, sheist, like, if it wasn't for we, we wouldn't be here because if we started with 100 dudes, we one of the 10 that's left. And we all know, what yeah. I mean, Anybody that in jail, that went the other route that we exactly. didn't go. So kind of like, I feel like we saved us or else we wouldn't be here.
0: And back we then, be, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Mm-mm. We don't know what we would be doing, actually, because we saved us so crazy that it became like it became like the NBA for us. It was like it was like getting drafted to an NBA team. Yeah, yeah. To be in a position of actually having some bud and making money because it was so illegal back in the days. It was like prison. Mm-hmm. Like prison mm-hmm. was on the table for if you sure. was really getting busy with the weed.
2: Yeah,
0: sure. You know what I'm saying? Surely a body could pop up if. It's a lot, a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? But it was
2: just less than the Coke dealers, right? So that's the whole thing, right? You know, the Coke dealers had the companies on the block. And if you was, like, the weed dealer, they they were like, all right, now, them niggas is good. They the weed dealers. They ain't ain't no trouble. They ain't ain't no no trouble. Right? They ain't no no threat. They ain't no threat. They good money, you know what I mean? They just sell weed or
1: whatever, right? So that was, you know, that was kind of, like, the way out for us, right? All the way to the point where, like, you said, Shice, like, the 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 colleagues that wasn't selling weed was like you selling that like nickels dimes and twenties like yeah. almost kind of looked down on us a little bit like we getting this we selling like these that birds is, but yeah like
0: you gotta sell too you know what it is they they would look at that shit like yo you gotta sell too much of that shit to make money uh-huh. and niggas who wants that shit niggas was buying fucking right. tray bags and, and 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 shit like that definitely nickels you know what I'm saying well so 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 let's take the fact
2: that. We kinda like are part of the culture that bought the good weed uptown, right? Because there was no good up weed uptown in our era, right? In the mid nineties we were all smoking Jamaican weed. We were all smoking chocolate tie. Niggas was going to Branson and shit. Skunk, shit like that. Shit like that. Weed, it was no Mexican yeah, it was
1: weed. no nickel bag limo bags you go yeah, two yeah, blunts out of right? one. Yeah.
2: So really our era you know, made it popular to smoke Piff, to smoke sour, right? right. To smoke
0: gorilla glue, shit like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So That's what we a part of, for sure. sure. I remember back as, you know, I got to start throwing numbers out there because, you know what I'm saying, even though I look so young and handsome, you know what I'm saying, I do got a couple numbers on my back. You dig what I'm saying? So going all the way back, right, you know what I'm saying, when I was in high school, hey, Philip Randolph, you know what I'm saying, we used to always chip in, you know what I'm saying, but, you know what I mean, go half on the dime, Mm -hmm. five and five. It'd be like eight Mm -hmm. of us, so, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Niggas ain't really... You know what I'm saying? On some tray bags or no goofy shit like that. Niggas like, yo, we got to buy dimes. You know what I'm saying? So my man, Dominican nigga, he was like, you know what I'm saying? This is my nigga though. He was a smooth nigga, right? His name Danny Gell, If you watching, you know this is real shit, right? So, nigga be like, yo, what's up my nigga? Why you don't never come smoke with us? You know what I'm saying? He's like, my niggas be smoking dirt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was like, word? And I just started smoking weed. I just been smoking weed like a year. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, dirt. Niggas ain't smoking no dirt, nigga. That shit green, nigga. Right. <laughs> he was like, nah, y'all niggas be smoking brown weed and shit. I ain't fucking with y'all niggas, man. I'm like, so what the fuck is you smoking? And the nigga say, yo, man, this a 15 right here. I was like, a 15? What you mean? It's like a $15 blunt, nigga, and one blunt, nigga. Mm. That That's a big, big deal back then. Let's be real. That's three a big deal. Dumb, you know what I'm saying? That was a big deal back then. Yeah, because we make it three months over Dom. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fucking crazy? Like, what? I hit that nigga blunt, dog. I was like, I was like, oh, nah. What is this shit? He was like, that's the Hawaiian. His brother owned bottle. Hawaiian. 63rd, point uh-huh. Washington. You know what I'm saying? I saw him smoking that shit after that. I was like, man, I ain't smoking that dirt. Y'all niggas smoking dirt. You know what I'm saying? So I saw him smoking that shit. You know what I'm saying? I got my first pack of cracks from that nigga, too. You dig what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, so it was like, then I got the ounce of weed from the nigga from the block because my oh, nigga's arm and all niggas yeah. had the weed and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I went upstate at the New York. You know my, my OT. Yeah, the that was, just, game. that was where all the growers came into play, where I started meeting growers, and this is like mm. 91, my nigga. That's crazy. Brought that shit back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was like, what's an eighth? Like, niggas ain't know what an eighth is. Nah. They didn't know what seven grams was. Nah. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't sell coke, you definitely didn't know what a seven was. No. You dig what I'm saying? No. Man, Glass, Glass and, and, and Cy, you know, Cyborg Glass, dude, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, Glass was, he was a bougie little nigga, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Was bougie like, young nigga. Yeah, like, he was bougie. like, because, you know, he was getting a lot of money. Glass was one of them, like like you said, he was the youngest in charge. He was like one of the youngest niggas on Broadway with a spot. Absolutely, absolutely. And what is a spot? Can you please clarify what, what it means right. to actually have a legit spot mm-hmm. on Broadway? What that means, like, what does that actually mean to have a spot on board? It doesn't... Because a lot of niggas think that they sell weed that they got a spot. Mm -mm. That's not... Let's talk about that for a This is not vending. This is not a table.
1: That's a good, good topic right there. So, Especially, like, back then. So everybody knows what's going on now. So right now, you know, you got the sessions, you got delivery service, all that is cool. Back then, from 96 on up, there was no delivery service. You had to have you know, enough respect to hold a piece of real estate and nobody else be selling on this piece of real estate where there's hundreds or maybe a thousand people that live at but you. Is that correct? Correct.
0: Yes. Correct. I yes. mean, so,
1: like, this real estate, especially uptown in Harlem and the Heights on Broadway, was very valuable and you had to have a lot of respect to hold one of these pieces of real estate.
2: Absolutely, because back insane. then there was no teenagers, and I can testify to this, there was no teenagers, you know, owning their own real estate in the hood, right? All the all the grown-ups, everybody in their 20s and their 30s, they already had their companies, they had their coke spot, they had their weed spots, and every other block, right? So he was like
1: one of the, like, you know... The unicorns in the hood Not to be that, a young that, kid that, like that. Let me tell that story, right? How that started, right? So I'm gonna tell you how that started, Ooh. it's gonna make sense to you. because yeah, so, I don't know the story. So, but... so I'm, I'm gonna tell you the story. So <laughs> um, new news right now. So, yeah, this like, news similar to you. Like you know what I mean, like you know, you know the older dudes on my block. The it was getting a lot of money. The, the Spangs, all, mm-hmm. all these people. You know what I mean? So, so you know, they I see them come back always because there was no haze in that in that part of Harlem. And We had to go to Dykeman to the 60s, and then they would come back. And then, you know, I started doing my little thing, running a little average for my I was getting a little money, and we always had to go to the 60s, and we had to go to Dykeman. And then one day, I just told myself, I'm going to buy an ounce if it doesn't sell out it. Why are we making all these trips? And that's how everything started. I was mm. 16, 98. Because, like you said, it sounds simple, but like that didn't even cross any of the older guys' minds because that was like beneath them. Yeah, they was they, getting they money. They were that. They was was like, yeah. giving the weed away. Come
0: on. They was getting money. Niggas, they was buying with the, the, the Cubans the was making them niggas sell that weed, man. They didn't really want to sell that shit. Yeah, like that, they did not like give like a fuck about was, no weed. That was like for the nigga who was like soft. Yeah. Like the nigga in the company who was like mm-hmm. a fuck up, like, yo, sell the weed, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But then, yeah, like because you said,
1: then 20 a day, 30 a day. I'm like, oh, this is not. Twenty? How much? Twenty stacks a day in dimes and twenties. Right. So point, that's, point 0.3
0: of a gram. So that's what 0. I was getting 7 to. Seven
1: of a twenty. So that's 20. what I was
0: also getting to when I said what did it take to to own a spot. So if you didn't do over I, this is what I always you know looked at any spot whether it was a coke spot a, a heroin spot if you did not do over ten thousand a day in bags like broken down it's not a spot. It's not a real spot. Especially back then.
1: What was the word you used earlier? You just, uh... You're a what peddler. You're a peddler. You're a peddler. <laughs> you're a peddler. Anything less in that, you're a peddler. And
0: there's no disrespect to the peddlers because there's levels and tiers of the game. It's mm-hmm. just about when you're playing to win and for survival, you got to know what the tiers are mm-hmm. and where you fit in.
1: hmm and if you're trying to establish yourself, you gotta pass that threshold. You have right, to, to. To, to to look to be looked at, respected. So, for like instance,
0: them. right, like how you said you—that's how you got into selling haze, right? Same shit with me. It was like the same shit. It was like I didn't sell weed on my block. I lived there. Why would I sell where I fucking live at? Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I had got some weed. you know what I'm saying I was going to go out of town. You know what I'm saying. But I was like, I, it was like all my money because I had, I was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? This is like 1999. You dig what I'm saying? I was fucked up. I had lost, I had sent wild weed, and lost all that shit. I was doing the mail shit, goofy dumb shit. Yeah, wild shit. You know what I'm saying, I thought I was plug. You know, I was, I was running it up forever. So you know what I'm saying? I lost all my shit. I came back with the haze, bought three ounces. I was like, yo, I'm gonna go out of town with this shit. But I was like, hey, I ain't got no bus money. I bought, I, I wild out. I bought all, I spent all the money. Oh, and really? we, and listen. It sounds like three ounces cheap, but them ounces was like $450. $400, yeah, It's like $450 on. ounces yes. way back then. Yes. Easy. You dig know what I'm saying? Easy. I was taking a, was taking a chance. Like, mm-hmm. niggas, black niggas don't buy fucking yeah. three ounces to go sell. Where I you know. doing that at, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my man B, he was already, you know, I was going to cop for him. So niggas in the spot knew me, like, for buying ounces mm-hmm. from the hay spot. You know what I'm saying? I'd go up to Audubon, go see them niggas, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, Let me go. I gotta make some bus money. I went outside on the block, like right in front of my building. I was like, go oh, stop, smoke, smoke. And the nigga who had the weed on my block, he was like, "He so, like you said, 0.3 for a dime. I was selling point full. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, that, was, point, that, changed that changed everything. That changed everything. They have no idea how... It how went, went from a... eight-something an ounce to, to, to what was it? 720? Yeah. Some shit like Six that. something So it was like fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, shit.
2: so it was like fuck
0: it. Right? So I was like this. Yo, I ghosted the whole fucking three ounces and like between that night and the morning, I finished that shit. I was like on the block. I was like, oh, oh yeah, nah. it's on. I was like, oh, no, nah, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I went back uptown and it was it was lit, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you think because you made $1,000, you know what I'm saying, or 2000 on the block, that's a lot of money, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially in a couple sh- hours. In a couple yeah, of hours, especially on the street. A, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, yo, but, you know, I've been hustling for 10 years, so you know what I'm saying? My outlook is like, nah, nigga's like, oh, you got the spot, yo, shit's lit. I'm like, you know, I ran niggas off the block, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. on my block because, you know, even though it was a Dominican block, it was still brothers from up the block that used to, like, press niggas and book niggas and do goofy shit to niggas. You know what I'm saying? And when I came on the block, I kind of, you know, was like, yo, oh, get out of here with that shit, my nigga. I'm working mm, that right ain't here. the vibe. I'm working that ain't right vibe. here. I'm like, yo, from here to there, there to there, that's me, my nigga. Come over here, you're going to die. You know what I'm saying, and I, and I changed everything. Not real shit, did, and you know did. niggas on the block respected that because I stopped niggas from harassing niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying. And I started giving niggas more love. I started dishing yeah. out, you know what I'm saying, just showing the community love, like exactly. on some other shit. Shit just went crazy. You know what I'm saying, and we all ran it up on Broadway. Me, nah, you. I'm gonna keep
1: it real, my nigga. Like you know, I'm born and raised up there, and been you know did, did it all, seen it all up there. There's no other African American black brother that I know of that had a block up there because, like I said, you know, people don't understand right now. But, like, I'm Dominican, and my brother Ramon just told you that it was a big deal for me to have a block. Yeah. Uh, uh, being a young dude, 16 years old. You know what I mean? And you're so, Dominican. And, and I'm <laughs> right. Dominican.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it's just Branson like. Branson had
0: it. Branson had a bottle. He had, had a, spot it a while, too. But He was yeah. not on
1: Broadway. He was no. more like a calm. But on Broadway, yeah. it's Saint a Nick. different. Yeah. It's a
0: different energy. That's what I'm saying. Because you, know you know can't be on Broadway selling. You know, the bomb had the chocolate. The bomb had the chocolate. The, the, the bomb, bomb, bomb had the chocolate. Had and the the chocolate. and the we love that chocolate. Yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> the they, had they,
1: the, chocolate. They, they, the 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 beef and broccoli. That's like when I first knew about that. Like we going to the bomb and we mixing it with the haze and all that. Like the bomb was like the bomb was equivalent to
0: um. The haze, damn near
1: exactly, because 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 there was more people that had haze, and there was only the bomb uptown. That was yeah, 50th, then, right? Well, 50th, that was 50th, 50th yeah, Rolling yeah, Riverside, yeah, yeah, 50th. Yeah. And then the thing is,
2: is that area, especially where right there, because that's that's where we at is after 51st, right? After 55th, because 55th is the cemetery, right? So now this mm-hmm. is the beginning of Washington Heights, 55th, 156th, yep. 57, 58. So this is the whole thing, right? So he was right on the cusp. Where Washington Heights starts, you know, you still got it's, you know, Amsterdam is still black, all black people on Amsterdam, but Broadway's all Dominican. So it was a whole mix, right? So for him to have real estate, and been and been and been loved, right? And because loved it's them, another thing. Because it. it's another thing to have real estate and be, and been hated, right. but you was loved, right? Because the that's whole community fact. was lo- like, oh, nah, let's sh- yo, tell shites, whatever. You know what I mean? Like niggas fuck with them. You know what I mean? Yo, shites, I ain't got no money. Yo, let me get some weed, but, whatever. But,
1: but when you think about it yes, back then, like you know. I'm, I I need some smoke, I'm going to Shice. If I got sh- smoke, Shice can't smoke for me, whatever. Like, We're going back and was, forth with that. that exactly. But that back then was unheard of. Very like, unheard A black of. and a, a, a Dominican doing that yeah. up there.
0: Again, same numbers. But I also think because sh- I wasn't Dominican, it made it kind of easier for y'all to actually be like, yo, we could see him because guess what? None of these other Dominican niggas is going to fuck with Shice anyway mm-hmm. and and do what we doing. And this nigga got it. This shit crazy. Like, how the fuck this nigga got it? But... I've been hustling so long and putting niggas in position from the hood, Dominican niggas, black niggas. Everybody. It don't even yeah, matter.
1: You yeah. was always on some like, if you real, I'm fucking with you.
0: If you real, I'm fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get to that. You know,
1: what's another thing I want to mention that's important, Shice, that people don't understand now, but back then, you can imagine how important that was and what gave me like the upper hand over there when I opened up was that me and then side, but me first was the only spot open from 12 in the afternoon to 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was
2: the wildest shit in America. So that was crazy. So after
1: 11 p.m., to get
0: fire haze in Harlem was, like, not a common thing. It was a 20-block difference because 20 block if, difference. You ain't go to, if you ain't go to um, your block, then you had to come all the way uptown to past the cemetery. Yeah, you had to, yeah, yeah, exactly. So from
1: 11 p.m. to 5 o'clock... the get yeah, you might get bucked and you might and get, get knocked so, yeah. out. so so from ele- so from eleven p.m. because I
0: close at twelve. Yeah, it's over. from eleven
1: shades to five in the morning, shit was like. Like a club, twenty double park cars it was insane. Mm-hmm. Jersey, Harlem, everybody,
0: cause it was like, you know, niggas just was... buying packs at the pack at the pack. You remember that said? P- people don't even, know, right? like, like, people don't even know. It's like people don't even know. I'm gonna fuck them up I'm right gonna, now. They don't even know this. Pack. At the beginning, we changed a little
1: bit later, but at the beginning, you couldn't buy a zip from me. Yeah. Hundred dimes, I give you every ten dimes, I give you a dime free. Remember that?
0: Remember you couldn't nigga, even get zips, zips, right, right Shakes? Who's talking no zips? Remember, I used to be stapling shit together. <laughs> <laughs> to Twenty, get a down. <laughs> Dumb,
1: you couldn't get zips, right, Shakes? Like, no, like, just no on, the, on
0: the on walk up. A no, zip? Who was no who? Listen, first of all, an ounce costs too much.
1: So, mm-hmm.
0: if we telling you 500, 550, you know. Niggas just buying ounces for 150 in the hood still. You could go to the bomb and get an ounce for 175. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right or wrong. Yeah, fast.
2: Yeah, the shitty weed though.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? The shit that you was buying at dimes, but you realize it's shitty weed because it only costs 175 and this other shit costs five hundred. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So no, you was buying dimes, you was rationaling it out. Cause if you buy the ounce, even if you get the ounce, you, you smoking that shit. Quickly. You definitely not rolling 0.3s. Nobody rolls 0.3s. That's where the dime was, though. Mm-hmm. A 20 was a point 0.7, a point 0.6, damn near. 0.8 like, if
2: you're lucky. Word. If you went to the right and, and, and like, the spot. I remember. And you had
0: the fluff.
1: Yeah. You had the was, fluffy. The super fluff stuff. So, yeah. so I was doing 0.7s. And I remember, <laughs> right, it's Like, you remember, right, it's Like, and you remember, my Like, you was smoking 20s? You was like,
0: oh, no. Nah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Come was on, the nigga. You was the, the nigga. Ne- because the next dogs? step up was 50s and 100s. And, and not every spot had 50s and 100s. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Not every spot had fifty.
2: Hell no, you was God, man. And I'm not gonna hold you,
0: like, you know what I'm saying. We was millionaires then off the weed. You know what I'm saying? Because the amount of weed that we was selling at the price, you know what I'm saying, it was like crazy. Those times are not here anymore, though. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, the times one five eight was right off of, off the highway. So yeah, I you was had the high tri state area coming through. I, I, you know, it became an East Coast hub. Mm-hmm. You got the Bronx, Bronx on Saturday. And Santa the weed was Lagos. coming from Miami, so you already know what it was like. Mm-hmm.
1: And then people don't know this other part, right? so it's like, let's say you you got your bread up and you wanted to buy a pound. You really had to be plugged in
0: to buy a pound. That's yeah, there a fact. was. There was. You yeah. couldn't just get it. No, because yeah. niggas is breaking it down and getting too much money to want to sell you a pound to haggle with you about the price. It was like a nigga. I remember. You might want to pull a gun out on a I, nigga. I, I, nigga, tell I, you seventy eight hundred for I, a pound. Yeah. I remember I was on Dykeman <laughs> and Sherman.
1: Shout out to my brothers up there. And they and, and, the, and the pack was coming right. Like they was coming with like a fifty pack or whatever. There was dudes lining up like when you waiting for dimes and twenties. And, like, I got to, like, beg for niggas to sell me a little pound. That's when I'm first coming up. Because they doing me a favor by selling it to me because they, they want to buy it all right there. As soon as the 50-pack land, <laughs> like, they're cashing out, out on it right there. Like, like for 74, Wando's there. Let me get 20. This other the big dudes is there. And it's just, like, a dude is doing you a
0: favor by selling you a pound. Anybody I served the pound to, so, you know, my position was different than yours. Because my shit was to, like, to serve... My community, mm-hmm. on some black time, yeah, because you had your own, you had your own yes. customer base. That's the whole you know thing, right? I had, I had basically Broadway, but I had both sides. You had because all the all brothers, of because all of us the brothers coming brothers to see you all day. Too. You know what all I'm saying? All
2: of us coming to see you all day. Exactly.
0: So that was the plan.
2: The hill, everybody, everybody from the, uh, down the hill was so coming niggas, to
0: see you. I, what I actually did was converted niggas from you know being on the hill because it was a lot of top smokers you yeah, know what i'm was, saying he was crossing but them over i was crossing them over from having dimes in their pockets to being like here's a quarter mm-hmm.
1: And back then apes and quarters was a uh, was a
0: uh, it was unheard unheard of, of. Right. Very much so So For I kind of sure. I don't want to take No credit or nothing But I felt In, in my neighborhood As far as Washington Heights I kind of like Introduced quarters to the hood You dig what I'm saying For sure Niggas, yeah, niggas wasn't, niggas fucking, wasn't with that. fucking with that I didn't And even... then being affiliated With Dipset And, and Taliban And all of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This shit just spread crazy Yeah that shit was crazy You know Purple, what I'm saying Purple City Nah, he, man,
1: I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, y'all see me now with the suit and doing all this public speaking and all these articles in New York Times and all this stuff. But there was once upon a time when Shice was already thinking on his brand and shit and was doing the music videos and was, hell yeah, was already marketing hell himself. Yeah. And he's telling me, like, yo, come get in the video. Glass, what's up? I'm like, nah, you bugging. Like, no cameras, no pictures, nothing.
0: Damn sure was. Yeah, was there, like, was, you, there was. I was <laughs> like, a are violent. My fed lawyer told me keep it on the 100 and keep 20 on the side. I said, hurry. That you. was
1: the mentality back then, I know, right? Yes,
0: you. bro. That's
1: niggas fair. like, oh, this nigga's
0: bugging. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: But what I understood but was, but what I realized
0: knew. back then was that, you know what I'm saying, I had the gift of weed. Like, it wasn't just something that I hustled into. It was something that was given to me from, like, some my spirituality. It was gifted to me, too, You know what I'm saying? I went to sound sounds crazy, but you know what I'm saying? It was just gifted to me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And with that gift, I was like, wow, there's no boundaries on what I could do with this shit. Let me, let me test it. Let me see if I could make weed legal right now. I was telling you that back then, because I'm like, is shit legal in Cali? It's going to be legal in New York sometime. I was thinking this in 2000. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I'm going to fuck with this music shit. Fuck with it on some leash, shit. I'm gonna promote the leash. I was leash there for the video, baby. It's that
1: Purple City Burger. I was there. And You know, we
0: was I was already doing mixtapes before we even shot that video. Mm-hmm. So we was already running around. Yeah, yeah shit I was, was already yeah, Dip The streets set was, already was crazy. On. Yeah, the streets was crazy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Jim was the director. That day. I was there. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and you was there from the time even before it was lit for them. Yeah, for sure. Before it was lit, yeah. you you knew me before I was even fucking with them.
1: Yeah, for sure. The first time I met, Jim was in your crib. I, I didn't know who none of them was. I didn't know what Dipset was.
0: See? That's a fact. Yeah, That's a fact. Sure. That's crazy. But it's just crazy So fast forward, here, man. fast forward, you know what I'm saying, you know, this show is almost like the Maury show because it's like, look at us now type shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? The swing towers fell, we did it, right, Chase? That was the birth. That was the rebirth. <laughs> we did it. After the towers fell, yeah, the, whole, the whole vibe Everything changed. changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we started having to change. be, you know what I'm saying, more in tune with ourselves and who we are and our skills and what we really do out here. You dig what I'm saying? So start doing music, start doing fashion. You know what I'm saying? Do touring, Smokers Club. Here we are. Fast forward. A couple years back, I was like, See? You think we get this far? hmm Did you think it would get He yeah, was like, yeah, how did you know? Yeah, he was yeah, like, how you knew?
1: Yeah, yeah you all gonna laugh at this one. So I remember the first time me and Shai's, we connected like four or five years ago, some some dude told told Shy, yo, come to this spot, man. You know, they got the lounge, happy monkey, and Shays was like, who? He was like, some dude named Vlad. Vlad. Shays like, Vlad, like, I don't know. I don't I don't sound like nothing. You know, Vladimir. He's like he's like, Vladimir. And then Shay's coming, the dude. OD introduces like, Yo, I want you to meet. I'm like, Shaq's like, man, this is my man for 25.
0: <laughs> like, you are tripping, bro. Shit is crazy. It's a small world. But fast forward though, you know what I'm saying? From the block, from the people going to jail, mm-hmm. from, from waking up in the morning, right? Ducking the D's. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When mm. when is, uh, D's were on the roof trying to watch us and knock us. Yeah. We lived that shit. Like, yeah. For real, man. Correct, like, correct. Like, People don't understand that. Like, they, they talk shit, they say this, they say that, but the shit that we endured through the whole cannabis war, it was crazy, bro. It's like waking up, mm-hmm. really, like, how am I not going to go to jail today? Basically. I
1: talk about it all the time, Shice, like, the people don't understand that everybody in our communities, including, including us, right, like, I, like I've i been in Jailed through the system like over twenty something times for cannabis. But the reality was that just even a consumer that was regularly copping, it was like normal. If I'm, am I, am I bugging or no shice, uh two, three times a year you go into the system for
0: twenty four hours. You That's got caught awesome. in the raid. Yeah. That wasn't
1: even like that wasn't even like ad, ad normal. Like yeah. you just a smoker Yo, for sure.
0: If if you hung out with us and you never been to the bookings, don't trust that nigga. <laughs> but
1: they normalized that for us. That's crazy. Yeah, the they bookings was easy. That, that
0: everybody that we knew done been to the bookings and that was nothing. Mm-hmm. That's regular. Yeah, if you ain't been in the even bookings, my Even as a much, smoker, he, like, yeah, even if you was in smoke, the bookings, you go to the yeah. spot and get caught, you're going to the bookings, man. Yeah, you're going to the bookings. <laughs>
1: How about that? They, they, let me tell y'all about that one. How about sometimes they would shut the spots down and the D's would wait inside for everybody who's coming to cop and lock and sit everybody down with cuffs in, in the
2: whole way. all the customers up. All, all the customers. customers. <laughs>
0: trespassing. You here? all the custies. That's where they invented the trespassing shit. They started swabbing niggas behind that shit, man. That's crazy. Like, they, they say, yo, trespassing falls under the um, like a sex crime. That's crazy. So if you get caught trespassing yeah, swap, in New York, they, they they're gonna they can swab your DNA. See it if you did some shit like now, for copping weed though. But listen though, for copping weed because you went to go buy a twenty in a building that you don't live in. Mm-hmm. Now they swabbing your fucking cheek for for your DNA and shit.
1: It's just now looking back, like you said, that shit was so normal, like another day in the neighborhood. All these things that we were going through, and now you look back like, damn, it wasn't. And then you, when you, when you get outside and you talk to people that lived in different communities at the same time, like mm-hmm. a dude that lived in Tribeca, a dude that lived in Soho, the same years we talking about, you say, yo, man, shit's was going to this, that, and the third. We was getting like, the, they're like, nah, like they told us to turn it off here, like that wasn't happening over here. It was just us. I
2: didn't yeah, know they
1: that was doing, back then. Yeah, they there. was just
0: doing it. To us That's crazy. Sure. Yeah.
1: Because they normalized it. like...
0: Anybody under 96... The good thing right? is, I figured it out a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you got to make the storefront your life. You know how, like, we used to have storefronts back in the days, and you know what I'm saying? You uh-huh. Make that your life. Like, not, shut the fuck up. Like, this is what it is, but this is what it is, my good, Took them all. <laughs> now, now Shay's got the Smokers Club. So now, fast forward, right? Let's go through, let's go through the motions, right? All right. So... Black market because this is back in the days. This is we talking this history that we just was talking about right now is from twenty years ago. Yeah, this is not us talking yeah, about yesterday. Yeah, in no, case anybody who caught late, nah, this is like the nineties era. We're having back talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is back talk from twenty years ago, from mm-hmm. two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let's move back because you said five years. Let's go back to like about twenty sixteen. Copy. Okay, in a place when this is right before COVID about two, three years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, When did you figure out what the next journey was going to be for you?
1: I'm going to keep it a buck with you did not know what the next journey was. Just knew that, like, you know, like, people like us, like, you know, always know when it's time to move on to the next thing. Didn't know what it was, but already was, like, you know, partnered up with the brother Ramon here. We was going out of town. You know what I mean? And doing different things because we already knew, like, you know, after all these years on the block, like it was time to move on. And he went to a trip to Amsterdam and went to one of those cafes. You know, he could tell you the story better than me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think what 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 happened was it was it was it was like a bunch of shit that was happening at the same time, right? So, you know, you know, his life is transitioning, my life is transitioning, and we was doing all these trips. We went to California together, In right? California. So I'm seeing all this different situation as far as like weed right and i'm a real like i'm more of like the hippie type right i love weed like i really love everything i got to do with cannabis there's nothing you can't man i'm i'm always gonna fight for cannabis like i love weed right so my shit was the last straw for me was going to amsterdam right and i went to amsterdam and i saw what they had going on over there and i saw I, i went to a couple coffee shops and i came back and i said yo bro We need to start doing weed events, brother. And not like those sessions that niggas be having. Like, we need to do some shit that is, like, different. Like, it's like VIP club shit, shit that we would go to. Yeah, you know what I mean? So... That shit inspired me, and I like I got into this nigga's ear for like six, at seven the months.
1: Asked, this shit don't make no sense to me. I never been to no session. I'm like, yo, this shit don't make no sense. Like we're in New York, like what are yeah. you talking about like it's illegal. You know, kind of yeah, that. <laughs> not only that, but like you know, he like you're sitting down and like people chilling, like in a like in a club style. I'm like, shit don't yeah. make no sense. I ain't see it, what he cause, saw. Cause cause it ain't block, make, nigga. I'm yeah, like, what cause cause are you it talking make about? No sense, but right? I'm like, you know what? You know, he passionate about this. <laughs> we got everything to gain and to lose. Let's make it happen.
2: Plus, we already been through all the shits. We just spoke, you know what I mean? So it's like, this is like the most easiest, calmest, non-threatening thing we've done in forever, brother. Like, you know what I mean? So this is... And
1: and like you say, Shigeti, like, you know, we've been privileged, like, as far as like, you know, in the past life and the legacy world to have access to things that, you know, people didn't have access to. So access to real estate was like, you know... Uh, we we can figure that out
0: access you know me man access, <laughs> access to, i like the landlord access <laughs> access to the to the work like there's too Everything.
1: much of that like you know what I mean, so it's just like let's try. It. Like, what do we have to lose? We have the, the components that he's talking about. If we try it, if it work, it work if it don't, it don't.
2: Yeah, man. And then one thing led to another. The first party was lit. We fucking brought a magician. Like we did like weird, different shit, right? We didn't bring we didn't bring the rapper situation because that's not where we come from. We are not shitsing them. We different, right? So I was like, nah, let's just bring some shit that stoners will get into. And from there, one thing led to another. Then. What really, really took off? Cause yeah, the first couple parties was lit from the rip, so we kept going. But what really took off is when we started going to like these legal conferences about cannabis. We're like, "What? Does uh, that shit exist?" And we show up to these conferences, and niggas ain't there's no weed in the air, no nothing. So we kind of confused, used to right? We confused. Like, oh,
1: are like hood dudes and hippies Something. and white it's like you know, dudes with suits. Nah, shit? this is New York. This is like, like, oh, they coming. Like, this is real bags coming. Oh, nah. like, yeah. oh, no! no. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh. Dude next to me, just like this, shites. We had a conference, somebody <laughs> speaking at this can of gather joint. And dude's like, yeah, I looked up that stock that's kind of weak. Next to me from Wall Street, I'm like, "Oh, stocks!" Right. So, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I said, "Hold oh, the phone. So now you
2: got everybody else, right? You got you got the rest. Of, <laughs> you got the rest of the city paying attention to the cannabis culture. You got the you got the the blue collar folks. You got the white collar folks. Like he said, you got everybody in the building. So we sitting there playing playing possum and just like you know taking notes and listening and watching everything happening. And we started with the after parties for those situations, right? Because that we 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 you know and that's how we that's how we basically got in and we up shoulders and through the events and shit like that and we started kind of like mixing our people with those people and It was lit after that, you know what I mean? Eventually, we had to kind of like start, you know, start become advocating and shit like that. But this shit got lit after that, you know what I mean? And
1: then you got to remember, right? It's like, you know when you walked in there and you know me. You already kind of knew what time it was. It didn't take a lot for you. But you got to understand, like, we not from Times Square. We not from Soho. We not from Chimbeca. So we doing these things in these neighborhoods. And to them... They don't know Glass. They know Vlad. And to them, it's like Vlad was born five years ago. And like, oh, wow. Like, you did this overnight. But they don't know, like, the 25. Yeah. So it, that I think that also added to it. Like, them, the how mystique. do they know all the, the mystique, rappers? How yeah. do they know all the NBA players? How do they? Because they don't know, right? Like, you know, like what you said, the childhood tribulations for the other 25. So I think sometimes that adds to it when it's like, you We're know, it seems here, like
0: magic, right? We went to school with certain
1: people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shice is put up. He know Shice, right? They're like know what? Shice, Vlad? Like yeah, that's the homie. That's kind of crazy,
0: you mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to
1: say? Like they, they, to them, it was
0: like mythical. Like how do y'all know each other? Right? <laughs> like whoa, like, what? Man. Uh, same okay. neighborhood in the hood. <laughs> And then also nah, like it, it was definitely different dynamics though from
1: that. And then and then also right, shiest because it goes both ways, right? So you know we kind of became the nexus between corporate and culture because let's be real here, like you know, you know the 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 okay. they're, you know all the people from that world they get access to the culture, to the shice to the to the NBA players and all that. Then the dudes from the blocks, the OGs, the heavy hitters they getting to sit next to the politicians, the doctors, the lawyers, like, in a respectable fashion. So, like, both cultures and both people are, like, getting values I, 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 Every time they come there, they're adding mm-hmm. value to themselves.
0: Right. Uh-huh. It's a good transition space. Uh-huh.
1: Exactly. So I think that that played a big role. Then on the business tip, you know, we, you know, right away, you know, we, like, we. there's something here, right? Like, there's a movement. So now... We gotta package it up. So he already had created like the whole happy monkey thing. He already had started an Instagram, but that's all there was. Now it's like we gotta add something to it. Like it just can't be this because you know, this is like disposable. And uh then we started with the, the, the media. We started like our brother International P.
0: Right, Sounds you know he's
1: like you know super, yeah, like, exactly super what like yeah that's exactly That's you know he's all about you know he's an actor. Yeah, he's a like director, Everything we gotta document this. This is history. You know we like yo what you mean? We just get in the back. He's like no like. This is like you gotta document this. You gotta start recording. You gotta start. Yo, we got a studio right here. Let's start interviewing people.
2: Yeah, and that's National what happened. Media was born, right? Exactly. That's exactly what happened. That's you know, the- we we got the merch. You know what I mean? We started getting like the merch, the grinders, and all that shit. And then the international people was like, "Yo, we gonna start interviewing people because people would just show up randomly. So he would be like, "Yo, oh this person is famous. All right, let me talk to you real quick." And we start interviewing them and like just having a conversation. And we just started with that, and then it just took off from there, right? So then people started saying like, Yo, yo, I want to talk to Vlad, right, because they now they, they, they got to know Vlad, they see his big personality, and they, like, you know, they believed in him, right, so, you know, we always believed in him, we, he always been like that, right, he always been a social bug, so now it's like, fuck it, now Vlad needs to start talking to people, right, so I was like, yo, how about we do a podcast, and I was like, let's do a podcast, because I know that would make him feel comfortable to, like, start talking to people, we not really on camera, it was, like, more audio situation, right. So then it went from there, right? Apart from that, you know, we go to all the conferences. We we fucking protesting. We going to Albany. You know, we we we. That's it. Like you, you know, we an yeah, we become yeah, we became a part of the movement. Like for real, for real. You know what I mean? So it's like we started focusing more on that aspect of the cannabis game because we already knew it was coming to New York some way somehow, and we didn't wanted to be, we didn't want it to be like California, right? Because even though we all love California, the fire's from California their system is kind of wild, right? And it's crazy because the black market is winning over there, right? So we already know that we were in a phase of transition again, right? Because it's shit transitioning, right? We get older and we know that we got to move forward again. So we was like, it's time to move forward on that aspect. So we became more of advocates
1: and media. And-, and, and then And then, remember, we're going to all these conferences so we know what's coming because they like really, really breaking it down. So we like, we can't brand cannabis. We're branding everything else. Media, merchandise, uh, events, everything else around it because we could do this before legalization, right? And... um and, you know, y'all see me now, you know, I've become a great public speaker. But like he said, like, you know, I was even shy. So, like, you know, I wasn't with the, in front of the cameras. And nah, I was like, yeah, It was a process. Here we are. It was a process. It was a process. <laughs> yeah, was a process. Yeah, we would we talk back then. was like, you do not talk in front of cameras. Right. Under but no now? circumstances. So, even like, you know, three, four years ago, it was still a battle. But then, you know, we started doing the podcast. And then I remember... My first public speaking gig was The Source magazine was doing, like, a panel in Brooklyn, actually. In the courthouse. In the courthouse. And now it's my first public speaking gig with Leo Bridgewater. Shout out to him. Shout out to Leo. The Sheeta Dawson. Yeah, Branson. Branson. Shout out to Branson, man. He was, like, ahead of his time, too, like, with the branding. You know what I mean? thousand percent.
0: Triangle bag.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Jar.
2: You know, so, you know, that's a big deal. Like, you know, the, the transition became big, you know, and then they wanted him more to start to speak in different situations. And then, you know, what we became was the normalization of cannabis, right? Because now we trying to make that shit a normal thing, that that shit should be everywhere, right? That's why that's why you've seen us that when you've seen the merge and the collaboration with the Van Gogh event, right? The whole purpose of that event was to start um, opening events for cannabis community, right? So yeah, they got they got the whole museum going on all day, but why shouldn't they have a 21 and over event where you could go to the back and have a nice session and then go watch the art or watch well, do whatever the fuck you want to do? So that's the whole point. We started becoming like the face of that, you know what I mean? Or normalizing weed and like these different type of events and shit like that. So you don't do the social
0: consumption lounge anymore? Nah, no, no. Nah, nah. Because, because, let me, I'm going to yeah, yeah, speak for you like I'm just yeah. you know is it because is it because you know you guys are now because licensing is about to given be given out is it because you're trying to like follow the, the guidelines as far as how they want a business to conduct themselves in the black market at this point it's, is that, if you're well, trying to get a license
1: that's that's a major part of it but to be honest with you like it's crazy how life works like you know goes a little bit spiritual, like you said, right, Shice? When you're moving in your in your purpose like the stars align. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what you said, right, Shice? The, the, you know, the events is that they height. Two, three hundred people a night, seven days a week. COVID hits. No more events. It's over, but we had started planting those seeds. Media, merchandise, public speaking. So now what happens, right, Shice? Now this this, this, this organization we created and our energy on time has to go all to that because there is no event. So now yes, there's Zoom. nothing to oh, okay. do yeah. but media, gotcha. but, you know, merchandise, but these things. And it
0: helped us really kind of like master it a the, lot p- more. The payoff was your paperwork is ahead, you know?
1: Yeah, it's just the brand you, was you still there. Doing that,
0: you know what I'm saying? The but, brand survived. But, but, it, but it's
1: like you said. It's like it's like it's like what we are saying. Like you know, like COVID was 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 you no know, definitely messed up. But in that way, it sort of pushed us to where yeah, yeah, to to the, to the purpose yeah. was to the vision. vision. Because if not, you know, we're not gonna. Drop those bags just because right. like, there's no
2: reason. It's just things have to happen for that to happen. So, so that's why, that's why, that's why I, I, I referred to the Van Gogh thing, right? Because the Van Gogh thing was kind of like it was all the way compliant. There was no, there was no like back in the days event where you're coming in and you get gifted some smoke or something like that. That's over with, right There wasn't any weed. It was no weed. You had to kind of bring your own. Yeah, you know it was what I mean? Like, bring so, your own. Bud. So it's like these are the the whole things. Like we started to like kind of teach people where they can merge the two at the moment, right? So every time the regs change, we got to go with whatever the regs are. So it's like we we kind of teaching people how to do that, right? And it's, it's just by simply just doing it, you know what I mean? And now licensing coming into play. So yeah, we already kind of started before. We started
0: already last year, you right. know what I mean? How do you feel about, you know, like now that they're like, oh, it's it's rec. it's about to be rec in New York, it's rec in New York. But the license ain't out. So how do you feel about all these um, dispensaries popping up, running businesses, (laughs) when in real time, you know, that's not where it's supposed to be? You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be like, you know, maybe you have the space, but wait for your license.
1: But at the end of the day, you know, it's... it's, How do you feel about that? How do you
0: feel about all the the new spots popping up?
1: I just feel like, you know, it's a part of the game. Like, you know, it's happened to every state. It's going to happen in this state. And, you know, this is the biggest market in the world, you know. You know, is that going to last forever? I don't know. But, you know, everybody chooses their path. Like, you know, it's been going on in California for 20 years. It's still going on now. Like, illegal dispensaries, some people that used to do that chose to go a different route. Some people stood that route, you know what I mean? And, you know, the option is yours. I always tell people, right now, you got a choice to be two two different people in history. You want to be... Al Capone, or you want to be the Kennedys, they both <laughs> did the same thing at the same time, bootlegging. One transitioned, one didn't. You know, everybody has a choice of who to be
0: right now. That's my opinion. But I don't knock either one because we got to eat. So with your positioning of advocacy and stuff like that, when licenses are passed out, do you see yourself in position of maybe doing distribution or... Uh, running a grow op? Are you interested in something like that, or do you see yourself more like still staying in the advocacy position? Because I feel like you know, as far as the minority community, you know, being given, you know, the, this whole social whatever. I don't even like saying social equity. I just, mm-hmm, but that's what mm-hmm. it's entitled. You know I'm saying. Yeah. Do you feel like? that's gonna just like change anything or do you think that it's a it's a forever haul like we gotta stick with it so it's like if you're advocating now you have to keep advocating even after it's done because you know once they give us the sprinkle it's not even a slice of the pie it's like sprinkles on the pie mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's like I think I think once we actually get
2: a piece of the pie then I can tell you how we feel then right and I can tell you what the bullshit we actually had to go through to get that piece of pie and what well, we had to go through. But I think for right now, we'll, we'll 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 keep advocating and shit like that as much as we can. You know, as far and, and we'll 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 tell everybody how it's going on the road. We'll tell everybody how the transition is going because this is a brand new thing, right? Nobody knows. Not too many people have been through. What we're going through here, we we usually gotta reach out to guys that went through it in California and kind of like go back and forth with them, right? Because they went through transitions and mm-hmm. people in Michigan they went through transitions. So we just trying to figure it out, bro. Because this shit is 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 difficult, but we you know we'll we'll be the first in our community, right? So we don't even know how
1: that should go. Go. Uh, my opinion is that um you know, and to answer your question that you asked, is that always got to be advocating because i believe we're not in the cannabis industry we're in the fighting industry like you know this whole industry is based on some revolutionary trying to change things trying to make things more fair so i don't think that's going to change because we operate in or we got a license i think that gives us more leverage to have put our voice in bigger rooms that have more impact and tell them how the culture and the people really feel because there's not many of us in these rooms. So these people are so removed a lot of times they don't even know what's happening, how people feel, how we feel, what our communities right. are going through. But to answer your question, like, definitely plan on being on the forward-facing side where we, where, where we just said we know all our life, delivery, retail, consumption lounge, because, you know, you know, I see a lot of people make the mistake that, you know, you do it because you could do it. I feel more confident in doing what we've been doing all our lives. You know, New York ain't really a—it never been really a growing state. You know, it's been more retail consumer-facing, so
0: that's the angle we're thinking about more. hmm Gotcha. So— with that, with that right there, you, know, you just went in right now.
2: Yeah, he went in. I was trying to be nice and PR style. i my brother. I'm I
0: can't waste your time. I gotta go in, baby. Yeah, like. So, mm. what's the next step now? What's the next step for Happy Monkey? Where, where, where does Happy Monkey sit right now? Like you guys are sitting right here, of course. But mm. where do you sit with the licensing and the next step for Happy Monkey? Because if already, if you transition right into this other space. You know, like, for myself, I feel like I've been transitioned mm-hmm. out of, you know, selling, being a street corner, doing that type of shit. Yeah. and You know what I'm saying? And being too overly involved with shit. Like, I, I like to focus on packaging. We, you know, yeah. we have weed in the dispensaries in California. We have merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you rocking, bro. You rocking. You know, it, I don't want to go back and be, like, selling weed again. Yeah, you got to evolve. Yeah, I've already I've already done that, and I feel like y'all have too. So it's like, do you, where do you see the next step for Happy Monkey? Because it went from social consumption, mm-hmm. you know, concierge for the city, correct? Right to now, advocacy for cannabis. You know what I'm saying? And still doing events that are pro community. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Proactive. So what's like like I said? What's the next What's the next thing for y'all?
1: So the next things Mm. are, like, until we get a license, is to do all those things at a high scale. So advocacy, higher level of public speaking, you know, bigger audiences, um, events, bigger events, you know. Yeah, bigger partnerships. Keep on living up the partnerships, the experiences to things like the Van Gogh, but trying to, you know, top that. And then, you know leveling up with the merchandise, leveling up with the apparel, and you know, and then getting prepared to because, you know, that's another thing that's very important to talk about here, like you know, we've really been doing our due diligence on what it takes to operate a dispensary consumption lounge, and It's not like when we ran a block or like it's like real business. Real tedious, compliant, regulated business. So instead of having the 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 ignorant mentality like, oh, I'm Vlad and we Ramon and we we already didn't know. We like doing our due diligence and really seeing like from A to Z how these things work how our thing is gonna look, what's gonna make it different that people are gonna come to our store or our consumption lounge or our delivery, or et cetera, to really make sure when we get that piece of paper that we know like, oh, what now? So
0: that license is the new real estate. The license is the new real estate. And we started with that and now we, that's crazy. So heavy smoke, you know, my shit is music, art and fashion, fueled by cannabis you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we definitely covered you know what i'm saying the um we ain't definitely covered but we covered some of the art because you, you guys did the van gogh and that was the art part of it wasn't just about the art it was about the experience mm-hmm. of the van gogh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when you Cause I it went. cannabis because i, it, cause Cause I went because i went you know what i'm saying and my experience on it was just like you know I like going to art shows. I like going to museums. That's something that, you know what I'm saying, I do every now and then when I'm not busy doing my other shit or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I like inspiration. So to go there and have just the option to go out that door... And smoke. And smoke was like... It was perfect. Because not only do you have the option, right? Because the one thing is having the
2: option, but it's it's another... When you walk out to that space and be comfortable in having that option, right? Because then it was
0: a little event out there. Because
2: we always been we always been rebels, right? We always smoke wherever you're not supposed to smoke anyway, right? But percent. but you it's cool to just have that option and be have twenty, forty, fifty other people doing exactly what you're doing, so they ain't even looking at you when you're out there sparking, right? Yeah. So this is exact exactly my point is that we just making it normal, right? So we always go advocate for that, making it normal in these situations where it's like, you know. Where people have a drink, where people smoke a cigarette, you should be able to smoke a blunt. You know what I mean?
1: That's a fact. Nah, man, but it's just crazy, like, um, the way that this game is evolving, and New York specifically, you Mm -hmm. know, where, like, you, you, you see now, like, you know, how the liberation people have, you know, people can smoke in front of the boys, like, you know, like, Things that I thought I might never
0: see once upon a time, you know? Is that a smoke screen? Is that a smoke screen for what it really is, though? I don't know, it's, man. Because, you know, it's like, yeah, we can smoke, cool, right? Because it's pretty lenient here in New York. Like, you can smoke anywhere.
1: and, and, and linear than anywhere.
2: Yeah, think about it, right? They used to use that as an excuse to jump out on you, remember? They used to, you know, even if it's like... The smell of it. two or three of y'all, even if it's just two people. And they remember? used to get them to other They'd things.
0: jump out. Of course, as soon as they fuck with you with that weed, it's over.
2: Yeah. So Everything now they can't even out. jump out on that. They can't
1: jump out because of weed. It can't be that. They got to use something else. So basically, the next generation after us will never know that that experience that me, you, and Ramon went through ever existed. Yeah, like you guys went to the.
0: That's why the, pants of the. That's why hours? this podcast is important because, mm-hmm. you know, we we you know we ain't here glorifying our past or nothing like that. But at least we told y'all. We told everybody out there. Some of our past, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Where we came from growing up in Harlem, uptown, Broadway. You know, Broadway's his own world, you know what I'm saying? His own world, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of money over there, and there was a lot of weed. And, you know, fast forward, we would like to still get some of that money because... We went to jail for it, and you can't just come swoop in and be like, oh, y'all went to jail, and y'all lost this, and y'all lost apartments, and y'all lost this. You know, cribs that we had since we Mm -hmm. was kids, and niggas Mm -hmm. lost them shits over weed and shit like that. You dig what I'm saying? So just give us some reparations, man.
1: And the the biggest (laughs) thing is, though, that everybody out there listening from the culture that, you know, is disenfranchised that look like it's, Has to understand, it has to understand that this is not like you asking for something. This is like something that is owed to you. And we're not talking about nickels and dimes or the bags or whatever money that we had, we were talking about. We're talking about thousands of millions of dollars, generational wealth that can change communities and change lives. So it takes everybody to step up and understand that because part of my goal and our goal is to inspire people to be not like us, bigger than us, because it's owed to our communities and our people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the number one issue is that they hide the information and don't really let people know what's happening, and that's why it's so important for us to tell people that we're here, to tell anybody whatever they want to do, what mm-hmm. the steps are, because it's, like it's, it's, it's not repeatable. This will never happen again in history. So no matter what happens, we know what's happened in other industries. They, we usually get the short end of the stick. But I just don't want to stick around and say, I ain't try and I ain't put the information out there to inspire everybody else where, to try. Where
0: can, where can people watching, people listening, right, get information from you? Where can they locate that information at?
1: Well, they can go to our website, happymonkey.com, ha- monkey with a U our IGs, you could DM us, you know, we open book, man. We really, especially if you're from the culture, we really here to really put, give the game to the, to the to the good people because it's like I said, you know, this thing is happening fast. This is projected to be first-year, billion-dollar-year industry or in five years, a $5 billion-year industry. There's no reason why anybody watching here that, has the knowledge, the skills, and the the work ethic shouldn't get a
0: piece of that pie? And, and listen, man, tell them again where they can find this information, please, because the time is now. It's not. Yeah, it's not any and, other. And, and the, state, and the like, state puts up information;
2: they just don't promote it, right? So there's a lot of information that you could go on 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 the um, New York type shit. You know what I mean? That shit is all there. The OCM, you know what I mean? The Office of Cannabis
1: Management. So it's OCM, like OCM,
0: Office of Cannabis Management.
1: Yeah, so... And then it's very important because, like Shake said, we told you about the high points. You know, it was once upon you know it was getting the a lot once of upon money, time. yeah. And you know, we was you know doing really well for ourselves. But let's be real and talk about the beginning. I grew up in one thirty nine and a one bedroom apartment on so coupons and welfare, single mother, you know, drugs, all kinds of stuff. And you know, we we're able to figure it out. So no matter what situation you're in, if you're really serious and you got the energy to win and you're willing to do what it takes, you could be, like any of us sitting here, a bigger if you're willing to do
0: what it takes. Yeah, you got to put work in. You got to put time. You got to put some dedication. You got to put some love. You got to put some patience. You know what I'm saying? And you got to put some spirituality in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because you got to hold on to something. Mm -hmm. You gotta have some type of code or principles that you roll with. Exactly. That stand for something other than what someone else gave you. You know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta be willing to put yourself out there even when you think others think that your idea is crazy.
1: You gotta kinda just, you're just ready to roll with your shit, bro, and that's it. And most importantly, like Shikes just said, you know, nowadays, you know, people do anything for the likes, for the clout. But one thing that I learned, and I think this is a testament of me and Shikes being here after 25 years, and he don't got to look his behind his back because his name is good, you know, from here to Hollywood. I don't got to look behind my back on the corporate or the culture side nope. is that relationships are more important than money. So... Don't burn bridges, you know, treat people how you want to be treated and life will be a lot easier because anybody can have a 15 minutes or have a hot season, but to do decades and be able to walk around how we walk around, you got to be good with relationships because in a place like New York, nobody goes on Google or Instagram. I get on the phone, you shakes. do you know about so-and-so? Vlad, you know what I mean, and that's the way the real world works. That. Yeah. So it's important for you to always understand that the
0: same people you see on the way up, you see on the way down. That's a big fact, man. My name is Bubs. That's Ramon. <laughs> that's Vlad. Happy monkey in the building. One last thing before we go out, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, usually at the, you know, on my show at the end, I come up with like some bright idea and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some <laughs> shit that. We could do the to, to, for the culture, right? Mm-hmm. So, being that we're in the Smokers Club, right? And you guys are like event guys now. You know what I'm saying? And advocates. <laughs> Happy Monkey will be doing event. Uh-oh, in the Smokers Club. Uh-oh, very soon. If you need information on how to get in a game, if you if you've been convicted of a crime. You know what I'm saying? Especially a weed crime. A weed crime. Not any crime. Not murder or yeah, yeah, weed heroin convention. and shit like that. Scamming and none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? For weed. You know what I'm saying? A felony. You know what I'm saying? Come come to our our, our event. Yeah. Get some information. Vlad is going to bring the hitters in there for everyone who needs the info. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is what they do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do this for the culture, man. My name is Shice Bubbs. This is Heavy Smoke. This is Happy Monkey. And... uh. We out of here. Just remember,
1: man, for all the haters out there, everybody got haters, don't stress them, man, because if they knew better, they would do better, but, so, but they don't, so they won't. Just stay focused, keep grinding. They part of the package.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, give us one, Ramon. Give us oh, one, Ramon. Oh, shit, man.
2: We don't do it for the clout. We do it for the culture. All right.